Hello there. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. We know we missed a week, but we're back when we're better. We hope you guys had a good two weeks. We hope you missed us. Somebody did. They, They did say they missed our episode last week. Shout out, Kevin. True fan, true fan. Um, but yeah, there's kind of a lot to talk about at the same time, not really, um, end of the season officially heading into preseason, the summer break. Um, yeah, the, uh, at the time of recording Champions League finals yesterday, I think that's one of the biggest news, uh, headlines out there. Um, thoughts? Yeah, well, before we talk about that. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna back it up a little. The Europa League final happened. That as well, yeah. The FA Cup final. Yeah. And the Conference League finals as well. But b- before we get into that, I forgot to ask, how was your weekend? It was long. Yesterday was long. Yesterday was a long day. Very long day. Left my house at eight thirty a.m. I got home at midnight. Same. Yes. Yeah. You're picking up at like 8.45. Probably got home like five minutes before midnight. Yeah. So if you got home at midnight. But it was worth it. Well, mostly. Mostly. Mostly, mostly. It's like a fire game. Yeah. After uh, catching this final at a bar downtown, we uh, went over to the Soldier Field to catch some MLS action. And um, we'll, we'll talk more about that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. In a little bit. In a little just, bit we'll talk yeah. about that, but... We went to the fire game after we went to uh, the Champions League final. Had a good day in Chicago with the boys and gals. Yeah. And now we're here. Tired. And. Recovering. Yeah, pretty much. On a Sunday afternoon because, as you can tell, we probably sound very tired. I've been in bed all day. (coughs) Yeah. The only thing that I'm actually doing productive today is recording and finally seeing the new Spider-Man movie at 9. Good that movie. is it. Good movie. Uh, you will enjoy it. I will. I know I will. I want to rewatch it. I want to rewatch the first one as well. I watched it like 10 times already. My little brother would not like give us no for an answer when he said like, we're watching this. We'd be like, no. He'd be like, no. He, he would not take no for an answer. <laughs> so when it first came out like and it went on like Netflix, mm-hmm. at least like 5 to 10 times since it's come out. Yeah. It's... I enjoy it, but I'm very, I'm okay. Well, that's good, because you'll notice a lot of, like, I don't want to say callbacks, but. Yeah, like references and Easter eggs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyway. when I go into the footy, which game do you want to start with? I mean. Well, I guess it makes most sense to go in chronologically, right? So the Europa yeah. League final was first. Was, yeah. Um, Roma. Versus. Sevilla. Sevilla. An unstoppable. Force meets an immovable object, and the unstoppable force. I dropped my phone. And the, the unstoppable force moved the immovable object. Unstoppable Sevilla moved Josie Mourinho. It's never lost the European final until that Wednesday. Until a week and a half ago, yeah. Yeah, that Wednesday. Thoughts on the game? Pretty shit. Yeah, it wasn't the best of the game, but I mean. I, it was still kind of entertaining. I dislike Jose Mourinho because he plays the most boring football in the world. Oh, as a coach, I don't like him. No. As a man, he's a great person. Oh, but as yeah. a coach, I hate him. 100%. And he just displayed what I hate about him 
in that final. <clears throat> to be fair, though, were Roma, Roma robbed from that no. penalty? No? Nah. Not a pen. It was a hand. Yeah. And his, he was literally swinging it back as it hit his arm. Yeah. He was moving it into, an una- into a natural position. But isn't the rule, no matter what, it's a handball if it touches, like, you know, below your elbow or whatever it is? Not no matter what. Because if it touches below your elbow and it's in a natural position, then it's not a handball. And it wasn't in a natural position, but it was attempting to be in a natural position. But see, that's where you kind of have the argument, because he's still attempting to put it. It's not already in the natural position. Exactly, but that's why it's an argument, and that's why it's the ref's decision. And the ref decided it wasn't a pen. It went to, it went to VAR, and he decided, I'm right, it's not a pen. So it's not Anthony a pen. Anthony Taylor's shit, anyway. No pen. The Roma fans are salty. They attacked him to the airport. Even if he scores, or even if he gives a pen, they don't. you don't know if they score it. Oh, no, not at all. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean they ended up missing their first three pens anyways. Yeah, yeah. Right? So... But yeah, that that final happened. So uh, um, Sevilla won in pens. With, the, well, I guess that one was a little sus call too. Oh, because Montiel missed. Yeah, they gave him a retake because, I mean, the goalkeeper was hella off the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was at least a good like three yards off his line. Imagine so. taking the game winning penalty at a World Cup final and then the Europa League final all in the same season and scoring them both too. Yeah, yeah. Montiel for Ballon d'Or? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Definitely going to be a cult hero, though. Um, but yeah, so Sevilla won in a very lackluster game. Yeah. Um, Not too much to really talk about. Yeah, there, there really is nothing to talk about except for those two calls. I uh, I missed the Conference League final, unfortunately. But uh, I was told that West Ham won a trophy. Yeah, well... I missed it, kind of. So I was in a... We were supposed to be doing, like, a two-hour, like, training that's required by the city of Chicago. Um, But I was working at the same time. So I had the training on one screen, because we were doing it, like, the whole office was doing it. And, like, they were, like, presenting it and shit. So I joined on Microsoft Teams. So I was listening to that. And then I had the West Ham game on another screen. And then I had my work on another screen. Jesus Christ. So, so I was listening to the presentation so that when I had to answer questions to prove that I was present, I could. And I, was I hope active, your manager listens to this so he can fire you and be and like, you're not even working I was I was actively working, <laughs> but then the West Ham game, like, I was watching it while I was waiting to do shit. And my fucking, my, my like, the fucking website kept crashing. So for the I, game? No, 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 no oh, for, for my work. work. Oh, okay. So it was like, oh, it crashed again. And then I got to watch a couple minutes of the game. And then it would, like, re- like fucking start working again. And a few minutes later, it crashed again. And I was like, God damn. I don't even learn to watch the highlights, to be honest. I was planning on rewatching the whole game just so I could watch it. And I never got the chance, not even the highlights. First half, um, what happened? Florentina scored. It was offside. Then, uh, there was a potential penalty call. On West Ham, but they called him for diving. And it was actually a dive. Second half, West Ham scored. Actually, West Ham scored the first goal. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. I was, I was going scored, but it was offside. Oh, okay. I missed that part. So, I apologize. So, then in the second half, uh, 
Ben Rama slots the penalty away. A couple minutes later, Florentino equalized. One on Dura, the Milan legend. And then in the 90th minute. Yeah. Jared Bowen. I, I saw the scenes. That's gets, all I saw. He gets sent through by Lucas Paqueta. He slots it home. West Ham lift the first trophy in, I think, what, like 40 years or something? They won a trophy before Spurs. And I can't even say, like, oh, it's just a conference league because Spurs were in the conference league last year. Uh, possibly Declan Rice's last game possibly. for West Ham. Yeah. Um, I was watching a video about it earlier, actually. Some West Ham fans were at the game, obviously. And uh, they said they said if, if West Ham win this game and Declan Rice even puts on a good performance, doesn't even have to be great, not only is he a club legend, like he's on the summit, West Ham summit. You think so? Along, I personally don't know enough about West Ham to say that. But these fans were saying Bobby Moore and Declan Rice are in the same conversation. Not even... He brought them their first trophy. Mark Noble? Brought them their f- better than Mark Noble. Oh, as a player, yeah. He Mark Noble never did anything for them, really. No. So, uh, yeah, he was great, but did nothing. Declan Rice could have left two years ago. Yeah. Could have left last year. He decided, no, I'm going to stay. Took him and won them a fucking final as their captain at the age of what? How old is he? Went twenty four now. He's so. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I mean, good for him. A local good. lad. I like West Ham. I mean, I was going for Fiorentina just because I wanted Italy to uh, win, win something. Trouble. Yeah. But well, they fumbled the trouble. They fumbled the trouble. Italy, yeah. they couldn't win any of the competitions. <laughs> God damn it. Um. But yeah, and then Emerson, too, uh, apparently the first player to complete European football. He's the first player yeah. to win every single tournament there every is single, in every Europe. Every single European mm-hmm. tournament. Well, that he's participated in. Right. Like but every, like, every major. Like the European competitions and, and international Euro. European. Yeah. So. Good on him. Yeah, honestly. Like, it's Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. To be fair, he did play a good role when Chelsea won the Champions League to score that one goal against, what was that, Letty? So, it's not like he didn't just sit on the bench, even when he won the bigger championship, so. True, true. He was a great super sub for us. Not super sub, but backup. Um, um, the FA Cup final also happened. City. I couldn't United. watch that one either because it was on ESPN. I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie. Didn't even watch the highlights. I watched the highlights. I uh, I was like, I was going to watch it. Well, I did something. What did I do? Was that Saturday at 8 o'clock? Yeah. Oh, I was getting a haircut. I was supposed to get a haircut at 9. Mm. My barber showed up at 10. Idiot. And then I got out of the barber at like... You waited that whole time? Yeah, yeah. I would have dipped. I got out of the barber at like 11 almost. And then I came home, like rinsed out my head. Changed and then I went to the gym, and the game was already over by the time I like got home. So I was like, oh, whatever. Gunda one. Gunda one. Gunda one. That's all I have to say. That German engineering. Big game player. Big moment player. Yeah. City will miss him next season. He's leaving. Mm-hmm. He said for sure. Yeah. I thought he said he was like up in the air, like he's just enjoying the moment. Blah blah. blah. No, the, I don't think they've extended like they've already have a contract extension. Where do you think he'll go? I'm hearing shouts for Arsenal. Nah. Arteta, bro. 
There's no way Pep is going to send Gundogan to Arsenal to give himself another challenge. It's <laughs> like he did it with Arteta. Never know, man. I was thinking I could see him just going back to Dortmund. Well, uh, that's the other thing. A lot of people are saying they'll probably just go back to Germany. Because where else would he go? Barca, but they probably can't afford him. I can see him. Well, he's going on free, so. Yeah, but wages-wise. Yeah, wages yeah. they can't afford now. I don't know. He could, he could literally go anywhere, but. Even Syria. Uh, could I see him fitting in with Syria? Yeah. Because I feel like if he goes to, like, say, like, if he goes back to Germany, the only option is Dortmund because he's not going to Bayern. I doubt he'd go to any of the other teams. Who knows, though? Because he's still fairly young. He's, what, 32, I think? Um, 33. Syria, I mean, um. Come down my last fuck it. Chicago finally a midfielder. Hey, Swansteiger, put a word in for my boy. All right. Same. Um, yeah, see, like La Liga, I can only see like a Barcelona, but they're broke. And Syria, actually, could it be any of any of the top four? Him. I can see him at Atleti. Yeah, that's fair. Are you in a Juventus? I can see yeah. that. I can see him like at a Juve. Juve need a rebuild, so that'd be a decent. Um, but I, I doubt, I doubt he'll like. If he leaves the Premier League, I feel like he's going. to. The yeah, no, I'm I'm sure he would make his Dortmund return. Um, he a pivot of Gundogan and Arsenal Alvarez. Yeah, well, while we're on the topic of Dortmund, Jude Bellingham, he's gone. Hundred million to Madrid. Oh, they're gonna say that they're serial bottlers. Oh, that too. They bottled the league. They're Again. more Spurs and Spurs. God damn it. To be fair though, they they didn't really. They did, but they didn't. Like they drew the game. Oh, I think we already talked about this actually. Did we talk about this like last episode? It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it again because it was so bad. Honestly, I don't remember. Okay. It doesn't matter. You're right. We did talk about it. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We did. Well, if you forgot, the bottom they, <laughs> they drew. Luciano scored in the 90th minute to win. Bayern league. So bad that they took the original Bundesliga trophy to where Dortmund was playing. I don't even know what the last game was. If they were home or not? No, I think they were away. They took the original trophy to mines, to mines, because they thought there's no way Dortmund's bottling this, and they did. Bayern celebrated with a replica. It's ridiculous. Word on the street is Alfonso Davies might be leaving. I saw something about that, but it didn't seem concrete. So that's it's a potential. Where to? I don't know. Apparently, Barcelona won him, but no, I think he afforded that. He, he said no because they disrespected him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because Laporta said, you're Canadian, you're shit. That's Basically. He's fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, but it's Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised? No. Um, what else happened? Oh, well, then I guess that brings us to the Champions League final. Actually, before that, if we're going in chronological order, something did happen about a few days right before the Champions League final. The GOAT. Oh, yeah. Lionel Messi, the best player to ever grace this planet. Going to win his seventh Ballon d'Or this year. I cannot believe that an actual MLS gonna team. going to be the first MLS player to win the Ballon d'Or. I can't. That's it's almost disgraceful. Because although not officially signed yet, he announced that he will be signed <laughs> with Inter Miami from the MLS. Imagine Miami folds or something and he can't go. The worst team in the league, currently, like literally, but dead last. Can't believe Chicago's above them somehow. And he's signing for him. 
seen something today. Apparently, he's going to get 150 million a year, approximately. And he's going to bring along all his friends. Yeah, now Miami's in for Busquets. They're in for Suarez. There's links to Jordi Alba. <coughs> and they want Di Maria as well. And not only that, there's a reliable source that I follow on Twitter named Will Forbes. Big MLS mm. guy. Yeah, we talking about. I seen links last night when I got home. And I don't know if this is possible. But apparently there's another superstar that wants to join Messi in Miami. Griezmann? Better than Griezmann. I don't know if Griezmann's up there. Neymar. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if he really should not, just for the sake of his career. The only way that they could get him to MLS is if it's on loan because he still has two years at PSG. And they're not going to, like, you have to buy him. Yeah. But well, he doesn't PSG, want either. Yeah. No, it's, everything at PSG is like a shit show. So, like, Neymar should have never gone to begin with. But if he goes to the MLS this early in his career, it was just such wasted potential. It'll be a waste for him, but it'll be a a monumental moment for this league and for this country. I don't even consider it for the league. Just Miami. I mean, look. What do you mean for the whole league is going to grow if we have Messi and Neymar playing in Miami? MLS, as soon as LFC joined, started sucking their dick right away and became like just riding the entire LAFC wave because they knew how much attention they get. Now it's going to be with Miami. They're going to make every way possible for them to be a better team. They're going to break all their own rules. They're going to be... You know, finding out any possible way to put them in, like, the CONCACAF Champions League, or that's not the Champions Cup, they reformatted it. Um, it's just, Messi's, he's going to lose 3-0 to, like, Puebla in the Champions Cup, like, yeah. Let's be honest, he's not going to lose 3-0 to Puebla. He's not going to play, probably. It's, yeah. Miami's going to lose, but he's not going to lose. It's ridiculous. Regardless, it's going to be monumental for MLS because if they come, that means that there's going to have to be changes to the rules for every club. That means that there's going to be more viewers, there's going to be more money, there's going to be more everything. Yeah. And the league is going to grow. It's going to literally just fucking, instead of going at the steady course that it's in, it's just going to explode. Right before we hold Copa America, right before we host the fucking World Cup. Unless the same thing happens as with the, the NASL or whatever in the 70s when Pele came, where they invested so much money to have him play here, and then they folded because they went broke, which is not going to happen because... That, it's different the, this time because, like... MLS was created to not, for that to not happen again. Exactly. But I'm just saying, I mean... But not only that, like... This time, the sport is already growing before. Like, like right, they have to right. invest a lot to get a team. Yeah. But like we're not, they're not, they haven't been signing that big. But I mean, players. Miami's basically signing the whole twenty fifteen Barca Champions League winning team. So fair. Iniesta might as well come from Japan. He hasn't retired yet. I hope he does. Like I said, more than merrier. All I care about is MLS growing. Yeah, I like to people, see it grow too. People getting their eyes on what America has to offer, and of course, it's not the best. It's far from it. It's pros and cons. But it still can't be cringy. Hey man, we all start somewhere. Oh, yeah. The league is less than, is what, 25 years old? Every time I think about MLS fans, I always think of that guy from Seattle. You know yeah, the video? Yeah, yeah. Fight! And what? I feel so. I, I'm sure he's probably not even showed up to another game after that. Poor guy. Poor yeah, guy. man. He was just so passionate. Um, but yeah, Messi to uh, Miami. Every single Miami away day has been sold out. Every game that Miami plays for the rest of the season is sold out. Um, yeah. As of now. Right. 
I got my five tickets. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> and we're going to see the two of the best players to ever grace the planet within a span of like two years. Yeah. Year and a half, two years, yeah. That's football on just for you. We're massive. Fucking massive. But, uh... You know who else is massive? So I just say that? Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Pep Trebiola. Pep Godiola. Whatever you want to call him. He deserves it all. He deserves the praise. My favorite part about City winning the Champions League is Mark Goldbridge. Being a salty little prat on the fucking interwebs. Did you see what he said? He said, no. give me Aston Villa. Oh, he's and you, 150 I saw million, that. and within 10 years, I win the championship. I saw that, yeah. That take was so outrageous. Even Jonathan Morley came to the, <laughs> the defense of Man City fans. And he said, first of all, sir, Manchester United have a higher net spend than Manchester City in the last 10 years, and they've won fuck all compared to City. Man, it's just a meme. Like, bro. The people that say, oh, Pep bought it, Pep bought it, Pep bought it. Did he spend a lot of money? Yes. But they could have spent a lot more and have done nothing with it. Exactly. There's other teams that have spent a lot more and And done nothing. You see the way they play. You see what he does. Like, clearly. He loses his most pivotal and important players. And he just brings in a center back and plays them at striker. And then they go and win the fucking league. (laughs) John Stones was was playing right mid yesterday, goddammit. He was everywhere. They end up giving Rodri the man of the match, no? Yeah. I mean, he scored the game when he go. Yeah. But, I mean, I was going to put John Stones up there. It's funny because uh, I remember when Rodri signed. He, it was a meme. Everyone was like, oh, Pep only signed him because he doesn't have an ego. Because Pep literally said, oh, he has no tattoos. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go out partying, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's a good person. That's why I wanted him. And everyone was memeing it. And now look at him. On top Oop. of the world. Oop. <sighs> Banger of a goal too. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a, a very nice goal. Curl that shit around the defender. It wasn't a bad game either. It was quite entertaining. It was. I got to rewatch it. Was it. Very back and forth. Yeah, I got to rewatch it simply because like we were at a bar, so there's distractions. But uh, I mean, City controlled One. the entire first half realistically. Yeah. Even though Inter had a couple chances, it wasn't until the second half where it started getting more serious. Uh, <laughs> Ukaka, like he don't deserve Meg. You don't. Apparently, she unfollowed him on Instagram already. If he was the one trying to shoot Tupac, he'd be winning Grammys this year. Ridiculous. My man literally cost his nation the champion, uh, the World Cup, or advancing in the World Cup, and he cost his club winning the Champions League. I don't understand. Within six months, and they were both literally sitter. Like he missed a hat trick of sitters at the World Cup. He even and, blocked his own he, teammate's shot from going in. He blocked the sitter. And he missed the sitter himself oh, yesterday. God. They had an open net, and the one place he fucking puts the header is at Ederson's feet. He's the only player I I think I've ever seen that has a potential and has had fantastic seasons as a top goal scorer to being the worst the next season and then going back and being great again while missing so many chances. Literally. Not even Morata misses that many sitters. No disrespect, but I mean, Morata does miss a lot of sitters. Gonzalo, it was Gonzalo Higuain asked what he did yesterday. Oh my god, it was. And I'm not. Lauturo's in there too. Man does yeah. nothing. Man does nothing. Thiago can barely even run, and he had a better game than both. Yeah. To be fair, Inter did keep Holland off the score sheet. 
Yeah, they defined it with their lives. Defensively, they, it was it was very well done. It was just unlucky that... And they, they did well, very very well for the last 15 minutes in attack. They uh, exceeded all my expectations. I, I expected City to win 4-0, 4-1. It was going to be just another, like, uh, another Champions League massacre. Yeah. But, uh, no, props to Inter. Unlucky, Roju scored a banger, and then your strikers can't strike. Yeah, I have two things to say. One, you said we watched it at a bar and there was a lot of distractions. One of the biggest distractions was that girl that was sitting at the table next to us. Beautiful as hell. She was a very lovely woman. She was beautiful. She'll never hear this, but she was beautiful. We get, get, we get a DM tomorrow. Hey, I <laughs> have me. So, uh, I saw you sitting at that booth over there. I saw you looking at me, and honestly, the guy I was sitting with had an inter shirt, but... They game. lost, and I saw you celebrating L that club, city, the city dub. So like, I want to be somebody that wins games and finals. Here's my number. Yeah, but then I thought I'm a Newcastle fan. We actually lost the final too. I was gonna say then she damns me, but I'll be like I support Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you guys won a final. Yeah. Two this, years ago. No, this year. The final against relegation. Oh, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Anyways, my second point. <laughs> my second point. I think it's time <clears throat> that we stop the facade. Kevin De Bruyne oh, is I, not the player that everyone says he is. He's not a big game player. He doesn't show up when it matters most. Still best mid, one of the best midfielders of all time. Back-to-back Champions League finals where he's gone out injured. Non-existent at the World Cup for the last two World Cups. Non-existent at the Euros. When has he ever performed when it matters? Never. Okay, but are you taking away the idea that he's one of the best midfielders no, in the no, world? No, no, no. I'm not saying he's not one of the best in the world. Okay. I'm just saying that, like... Like, of all time, basically. Like, I, I, I no, put I him up I there. don't think he is all time. No, not the best of all time. Just no, he's up, th- he's, in the, he's top ten of all time. I don't think he is. Because he... It's one thing to do it against teams when it doesn't matter. He's like he's like Harry Kane. He does score some games against like the top six teams. He has Champions League moments. Like Harry Kane, yeah, he scored a lot of goals, but who the fuck cares about your goals, bro? When you have nothing to prove for it. Yeah, I mean, even though he went off, I mean his team still Your team is terrible. You've won nothing. Oh no, I was talking about De Bruyne again. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he had a massive part to play for them being in the final. He did, he did. So it's not like he's not like you know. I don't know. I I would put him top ten. I don't think I would put him top five, but he's definitely between eight or nine. I would say. Maybe maybe on like the lower end of the, the top tens, yeah. But like, there are people that literally compare him. To like even year, a couple years ago, they were comparing him to like like oh he's better than Luka Modric. Never. Never. No. Iniesta, Xavi, never. Zidane, no. never. Yeah. So, I think I think it's just take that step back and really like top world class, Premier world League? class. Maybe yes. Maybe the best to ever play in the Premier League. Maybe, especially in that competition alone. But he's still in the top five. Like yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. not throwing him the number one just to throw it at him. But until he proves that he can perform when it matters, I'm always have. Doubts. I don't know. I'm iffy. I'm iffy. Like we we agree on everything basically, 
big game player. Not really, but he has had big game moments in big games, which is very like I'm very like contradicting what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to basically finals and stuff like that, he doesn't show out. But in the league, when he has to play against a Chelsea, United, Spurs, he 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 does score an assist. So I'm I'm comparing the two as like two different like yeah, yeah. levels. I guess I get that. I get that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm in the middle with that statement. <laughs> But I know what you're saying. That's two finals where he walked off. At least this team won it for him this time because, you know, they were the better team this time. Yeah. Unlike two years ago. Well, they were the better team two years ago, too. They just got unlucky. I don't know. Ederson, Ederson was fucking class yesterday as well. I give he it was. To him. He was. He was absolute class. I didn't, I didn't think he had it in him. Everyone always says, like, yeah, he's good with the ball at his feet, but he can't actually goalkeep. He doesn't have the great, uh, the best of our... His reflexes. Reflexes. Yeah, but, like, he's still a solid goalkeeper. Yeah. Especially to be that team's number one for as long as he's been. Usually at this point, a lot of big teams, I mean, for the most part, I mean, if their keeper's not performing that well for a few seasons, like... They're gone. They're gone. Like, I don't know why they can't still at United. Lloris, Lloris, he's at Spurs level. He's at Spurs level. He he recently fell off. To be fair, like it was it was once he broke his he arm. He broke his arm. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, nah. I mean, it, he had a world class match, and I think he can talk his shit. For me, the man of the match was actually not Rodri. It was Bernardo Silva. Oh him, he, yeah. My man was terrorizing man was... their defense the whole game. <laughs> it was it was literally to the point where they were like, if he touches the ball, just take him out. Because he's going to get past us. <laughs> that little man was fucking everywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was making fucking tackles in City six-yard box. And then receiving the ball at the half, at the half mark, at the halfway line. Taking it down to his fucking opposition box. Crossing it in. Getting fouled. Like, man. That whole team snapped for the most part. But there was a, a couple of standouts. So. Yeah. Nah, but they, they all snapped for the most part. And my favorite part about it all was after the game... <laughs> Which I seen after. I didn't watch during because like they fucking turn music on at the bar. Oh, yeah, like, they changed the channel and everything. Well, to be but, fair, they did wait till after they lifted the trophy. Yeah, yeah. But um, Holland like after like CBS, they're covering it right. The goat pundits. And they were talking about like oh blah blah blah, and then some of the players came over and they're like congratulating them. And then the first thing Holland said is he looked at Thierry Henry and he said he's one of the best attackers ever. What do I have to do to get better? And the guy's like, I don't know if I want to tell you what the fuck you have to do to get better. He's like, you just scored 36 goals in the Premier League in your debut season. You're 22 years old. Yeah. No, but he did end up mentioning, like, and his runs on like, the right. Yeah, he said, use your right, the right side of the field more, use your right foot more. After that, he's going to be unstoppable. And, and you're going to literally. Because it's true, he does make all his runs from the left. Yeah. I've, I've noticed it, but I've never noticed it until he said that. Yeah. Because, like, again, contradicting myself, like, Every time I see him score, he's coming in from the left side when he makes his runs. But until he said that, I never, I never like clocked it. Like, yeah, 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 like he really do. Yeah, he really do. Um, I love Henri for being real with like when he had told Jack really. She's like, "Now nah, when you went to City, I didn't rate you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like what?" But then he's, you know, he's like, "But not like you, you know, what happened for you to like turn it around?" Because he, he really did turn it around the second half of the season and. Yeah, and this whole season, especially like compared to last year, this whole season. Yeah, but after so that World Cup, like yeah, 
a few weeks after that, like, the dude, he just started starting. And I'm just like, at first, I'm like, who's injured? But no, he showed he showed it. Yeah. He didn't lose his spot okay. after the World Cup. And then uh, Rodri is literally officially a Manchester City legend. He won in their first ever Champions League. Cult hero, at least. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then the transfer market opened as well, so a lot of things. There's a lot of moving pieces. Well, it's not actually officially open yet. It opens this week on the 14th. Oh, really? Well, at least in the Premier League, it opens the 14th. I don't know about the other leagues. I thought it was June like, first. No. The league sets like when it opens and when it closes. And the Premier League set the 14th as the first day. Huh. But there are ha- there have already been signings. Like there's been a they lot. They can't put pen to paper, but. It's a signing, but it's not officially a signing, you know? Yeah. For instance, Alexis McAllister is officially a Liverpool player. Right. Their new number 10. You think he deserves that 10? I don't know, dude. I say give him the chance. The thing is, I seen a video the other day, and I kind of agreed with it. It was like, at the beginning of the year, Alexis McAllister was underrated. And now, he's a bit overrated. Well, that's because all these fans well, always... because, like, everybody's just dick-riding him. Yeah, it, fans like, ruin so many things and, like, sway people's opinions on social media. But, like, it's not even just Liverpool fans. Literally everybody is like, oh, he's so good, he's so good, he's so good. And I'm not saying that he's not. He's good, but he's not, he's not like, on bad. the level that they're saying. Yeah, like, no. Like, relax. Like, yeah, I would take him at, like... I would take him at my club, 100%. Yeah. But, like... I'm not expecting him to be, you know... De Bruyne. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, but and then, look, he's going to be going to put a great, another great uh, manager, so his game can, is always going to involve. He could really be a really good number 10 down the line. Yeah. So, and I did see something, too, where a lot of people were saying, were like, and I've, I've mentioned this before, I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, where the number 10 as, like, a shirt on, like, the, the player and everything in that role is dying because a lot of these number 10s in the Prem now are just ass. Or they don't play as the actual number 10 role. Mm-hmm. So it has no meaning. So I wonder if Miguel is just going to take that and. I don't Be know. The traditional 10, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to switch like it, it up a bit. It still is like. Like if you think. Best players on the team, you always think 10, 7, mm-hmm. 9, maybe 11. The best 10 in the top 6 somehow is Jack Grealish. Your traditional top six. You got Pulisic, Smith Rowe, now McAllister, which I mean you could maybe have a conversation with that now, or unless you didn't count it. Um Harry uh, you know what there's Harry Kane. But he's not a traditional ten. So And then Rashford. Yeah, but Harry Kane's still better than fucking Jack Grealish. He is, he is. Jack Grealish isn't a traditional ten either. I spoke too soon. But regardless. But is Spurs even in the top six anymore? I don't think so. I don't think they've ever really should have ever been. They've challenged for the title maybe once, and they still got third that one season. Unless well, but, well, then the question is, who is the sixth team? Then is it or is it just the top five? I think sure. it is just the top. Welcome five. to the top six. I mean, like, I mean like, technically, we are like the sixth best club now, but like, realistically, it always has just been the top five. Yeah, and it's always like, been the Spurs were just included because they had a shit ton of money, and, and they did some and, shit, and they did some shit. Well, realistically, I mean, it a was... A long time ago. Not even that, because in the entire 2000s, they were mid. They were mid-table. 
They got maybe a few Europas, like, getting into the Europa League. Champions League a little bit. And then it was, like, they overachieved a little bit. Just they, they got have, the money. They have money, that's it. And then all of a sudden, it's, like... Money and London. They got Harry Kane, so it's, like... It was an ever squad with Harry Kane. And Sun performed well as well, but... That's really it. Yeah. Their only other good player... Their new manager is going to be a good signing for them. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to say his name, bro, but... Yeah, they're great at Celtic and at Yokohama, so... They're going to be good. They're going to be pretty decent. Not now, but in a couple years. If they stay with him. If they don't love me. Well, the thing is, like, Spurs really doesn't sack managers. Like, the only manager that they've sacked recently is Nuno. And they did sack Conte, but, like, he told them, like... I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. They sacked Jose, but like... No, that one, that one was a fuck up on oh, Levy's yeah. part to be uh, uh, Right before a final? Right, literally, right, like the week before a final. That's why Jose Mourinho has... The, the Spurs you. are the only club he has no love for. Like, no disrespect, but he just has no love for the fans the way he does for every other club he's managed. Yeah. <sighs> it's all right, Jose. We don't like you either. Even though I'm not a Spurs fan. I like you. And his name matter. is Jose. And Jose Mourinho. However, I do rate him for appearing in the Stormzy music video. I rate him as a person overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you did carry. He did carry the All or Nothing documentary. Oh, dude! I, it wouldn't have been good without him. Any other manager, not good. I think Spurs is still the best one because of like just because of him. Oh, it is. Like the Arsenal one was like the best story and like the best like everything. But like Jose's been the best character. Wasn't there another one coming out? Newcastle's is coming out this year, but it's not about the fucking team. It's about like the, the takeover and like the like the that. front office and shit. Well, it's all gonna be full of lies because we're not gonna show any of the blood money. Full of blood. Yeah, true. But no, I could have sworn there was gonna be another one. I thought Arsenal was gonna get it. Oh no, wait. I thought Arsenal was gonna do another one this year. Mike tweaking. I know that I know. Never mind then. Probably tweaking. That one barely came out at the beginning of the season, didn't it? I think they do it every other year in the Premier League. Okay. I think they do it every year. So they would start and, a new one next and year? And no one gets, like, they haven't done two of anybody yet. They've only done one. It's Spurs, Arsenal, City. That's it. Oh, I think they didn't choose Chelsea this season. They did a, they did a couple on uh, in Italy as well. I think they did a Juve one. There is a Juve one, yeah. Um, that's it. I think it's just those four. Not all or nothing, but that Rexman documentary was great. I never finished it. I need to. I really it wasn't like, well, because like people usually think like these documentaries are like the all or nothing ones. Mm. Nothing like all or nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's similar, but it's not. I got like halfway through and then I just forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's basically what happened in Europe. Yeah. Some big things happened over here in Chicago recently too. <laughs> And by big things, I mean absolute shithousery. By the fans, by the, the players, the internal manager, the front office. I'm still angry. Let's start on Tuesday. U.S. Open Cup quarterfinal. The Houston, fucking disgrace. Houston Dynamo. Chicago Fire at SeatGeek Stadium. A.K.A. The Geek. We pulled up, me, you, Ricardo, Jake, and a couple people you've never heard on this podcast. 
pulled up like eight deep. There's about eight of us. We're in the supporter section, as always. We there. And Houston jumped out to a pretty quick 2-0 lead. It wasn't that quick. It was like 30 minutes in. But, you know, not like 20-something. No, but the goals were pretty close to each other. Pretty close to each other. And, yeah, they were up 2-0. We then drew one back in like the 35th minute, 40th minute, something like that. And we were looking promising. The equalizer was coming. We were looking good. And then then we're we're chilling, whatever. We go to half. 2-1. Should have scored an equalizer before the half, but we didn't. But we were, we were everything was looking good for us. We're at home. We have the momentum. Decent sized. Um, There's a good fan base in the yeah, stadium. Good amount of people in there. We, we we were confident that we had it in the second. Well, I wasn't confident because as soon as Houston scored, I was like, "Yeah, we lost this game." No, but we were starting to play better. But, but we were we were starting to like the belief was growing. Yeah. The belief was growing. It's the hope that kills you. Fifty six. Well, Fifty six. No. I think it was the 52nd minute. Through ball. Brian Gutierrez, he runs onto it. Takes a touch, gets taken out by the keeper. Well, before that, there wasn't even another one with the handball. Or was that after? No, it was after. Was it? No, because it was the Gutierrez one was the second incident because that's why everybody started throwing their uh, beverages at the Oh, field. you're right. You're right. Because it was a handball that they didn't call. Everybody got pissed off and everybody already started getting tense. Also, the first, the first pen, the first goal was a pen against us. That Houston scored, and it wasn't even a pen. It wasn't. First, Buddy was outside the box, and second, he dove. <laughs> Anyways. Handball, they didn't call. Then, Brian Gutierrez gets taken out by the goalkeeper in the box. Ref says the keeper got a touch to the ball somehow, which absolutely no chance he ever even could have physically touched that ball. They don't give us a pen. We take it to the corner. A few minutes later, they pull down Shehos in the box. Again, no pen. And everybody just and then, their... and then the ref or the fans start throwing their beers at the refs, at the players, at everybody. And then everyone gets upset. A couple minutes later, get a yellow, the fire get a soft tackle. Guy flops, yellow card. A few minutes later, soft tackle. Guy flops, yellow card. End of the game with like six yellow cards, four one loss. Robbed of two pens. I found the ref on Instagram as well. I sent him a message. The ref. On Instagram, if, he, he thinks he's a celebrity. He's always all. He, the match was made about him on purpose. His name is, for any Fire fans listening, Marcos de Oliveira. His Instagram handle is Marcos Referee. Should I send my message? Fuck it. I said an absolute disgraceful refereeing. Please just let me know how much Houston paid you. Should never step on a field again. Pathetic. I would have gotten in a lot harder, but I didn't want to get, like, what's it called? Like, reported or blogged or, like, not blogged, but reported. He's not going to report you, bro. Oh, I reported him, too, for fraud. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I actually did. <sighs> he probably never saw it. He probably received so much hate or does gets a lot of hate because he's a ref in general. So, But it was truly disgusting. Refereeing. I have seen fixed matches in Mexico, England, in Europe. This one, it, it was like the worst one I've ever seen. So blatant and just fucking terrible that it was almost laughable. It was really bad. It was really fucking bad. Not even Anthony Taylor fucks up that bad, and he's like the worst ref in the Prem in Europe. But at least he's in Europe. You know what? 
We may have lost 4-1, but the result was not as bad as what happened last night. Our biggest rivals were in town, the Columbus crew. Or, as us Fire fans say, the yellow team. The team in yellow. Because we do not refer to the eye by their real names, as they are scum. Absolute bottom feeders. Bastards from Ohio. Fuck cares about Ohio. It's funny too. We actually seen the fan march on the way when they were going into the stadium. Yeah. I called them all winkers. Anyways, we lost two one. Which, if you hear, oh, a two one loss, doesn't sound that bad. But last Saturday, the Fire were undefeated at home. Zero losses. We then lost midweek to Houston. But it didn't count because, oh, it was at SeatGeek and it wasn't in the MLS. So we're still undefeated at home at Soldier Field in MLS play. And then Columbus comes in. They take the lead. I'm like, oh, crap, it's over, boys. I saw what happened on Tuesday and it's not looking good. It's not looking good, bruv. Somehow, Zerdan Shakiri equalizes. Which, good goal, to be fair. Uh, yeah, it was. We didn't actually, uh, our team didn't even play that bad. No, it wasn't. There were a couple of chances in the first half. They played worse when they played Houston, but even though, like, the ref really, what's the word? Well, the thing is, like, in Houston, we had, like, we had, like, 15 minutes at the end of the second half, and then, I mean, at the end of the first half, and then, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of the first, in the start of the second half, that, like, we played well. It was just the first 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes that were shit. They were underwhelming, but once the ref really, like, swayed the game to Houston's favor at that point, it, it was, was just... too much to circle. Yeah. Like, we weren't really good, but Houston weren't either. So, like, if we would have gotten the calls our way, it could have easily been a fire win, super easily. But and then, Saturday against Columbus, like you were saying, like, we didn't even play bad. Oh, we, actually, just, we actually played pretty well, and we had a couple chances early in the first we, half. We turned, like, the 90th, too. Like the 88th and 89th to 90th. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very end. We, we tied in the 80th, 88th minute. So it's like, oh, bet. The smoke went off. We're, we're going crazy. We're going crazy. We're attacking again, actually, in like the 93rd minute. We're like, oh, we're going to fucking win this goddamn game. Bro. We're literally going to go on and win this game. For some reason, the, the attack, they start going backwards. Start playing passive like the fire always do. And our super sub, Fabian Herbers, gives the ball away just beyond midfield. Not even, it was still, it was like, not beyond midfield. It was like still in like, Columbus is on half. That's what I mean. Oh. Like, just before midfield. But like, I, I guess, I don't know. That's uh, what I the, meant, the, but the way yeah, I, I said I, it. I, that yeah, picture, yeah. It, I don't know. So, yeah. he gives it away in the attacking third, or just... Almost in the attacking third. We're like on the edge of the attacking third. Gives I'm it away. Columbus, aside. Columbus then takes about four strides forward. Just hits the ball from the center circle. And for some reason, Spencer Ritchie's dumbass is 35 yards off his no, line. He was not 35 yards. He was. It was not. Th- oh, fuck it, it had to be 35 because you're, you're 20 yards out at the top of the D. He was like 20. And he was another 10 30 yards. Max. Nah, he was at least 35 yards out. Maybe 30. Let's go with 30. 
All right, 30 yards out. It doesn't make it any better. No, it doesn't. He's 30 yards out when the ball is barely past the midfield and what's that line. The yellow team is Zella Rajayan. Zella Rajayan or something like that. Stupid-ass name. Fucking hits it. Scores a goal from the center circle. In the, like, 93rd minute or something. 92nd, 93rd, whatever the fuck it was. It was the 93rd. It was disgraceful. I've and never then, been so heartbroken. Heart drops. Everybody's like, fuck this shit. We're like, oh, we can't deal with this anymore. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. And then 10 seconds later, a fight breaks out. Didn't even realize the game was still going on. Cans were being thrown at each other between... Um, Didn't hear the final whistle. A group of fans and uh, a certain... Some group... Uh, some people from the supporter section. Everybody... It, it went crazy. I seen more security guards in like 10 seconds than I had like the whole week. And uh, after, you know, things escalated, it was getting pretty bad. People were getting escorted. You know, we walk up to the foyer-type area, all the... What do you call it? I always lose my words every time I'm talking on mic. You know, where they, you know. Up you just stage. buy that concession stand. Yeah, 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 that. So we're there, and the then. The concourse. The concourse. That's what I was looking for. I forgot what it was, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we're there quite often, so I asked some of the guys if they're okay. You know, what happened? Apparently, the guys, there are some guys who might have been their first game there. Started yelling, puto. It's actually Latinos like, no, you, you can't you can't yell that. They get mad at the thing. Like, as much as maybe we don't think it's a big deal because we don't use it that way, like, we just don't do it because it's not worth it. We're not going to fight it. It's also banned in, like, all stadiums yeah. across the United States. Even Mexico, too. And you will get banned from, like, attending the games. And the support section will get in trouble right. if someone is using that word because right. at the end of the day, they're the ones selling the tickets. Mm-hmm. So if it's going on in their section, they're liable. Right. So they try to, you know, tell the dude to stop. For whatever reason, I'm told that, you know, guy gets pissed, starts yelling at them. No, no, no. It wasn't that, though. It was another person that was saying it. So the sector Latino, so it was a random guy saying it. And the sector Latino was telling him, like, you can't say that. And then the other guy was also telling him, you can't say that. But then the other guy threw something and hit someone in the sector Latino. And they were trying to like, yeah. they were like, you all got to chill. Like, this guy's not a part of us, and you're not a part of us either. That's what I was about like, to say. Like, it was three different parties. But then some, for some reason, the motherfucker that was trying to tell the guy to stop yelling at, a sector Latino who also was trying to tell the guy to stop yelling at, started yelling at each other. And that's when all hell broke loose. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, I got the order wrong then. But yeah, no, you're right. And then fucking, yeah, I mean, that's what happened. And they already took saw one, one of the OGs, OGs bro. Hope he's, doing well. Hope he's doing well. But it was just, I mean... Hopefully nobody gets banned for this. Nah, because it wasn't even Sector Latino's fault, because even though they threw some cans back in that moment, if somebody's throwing cans at you and shit, like, you're in the heat of the moment, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully understand. Should they have done it? No, there's a lot of people yelling, hey, there's kids. Everyone, yeah, everyone kept saying, like, hey, there's kids. Like, Stop. Like, Yeah. But in the heat of the moment, if you, a can gets thrown at you, like, if I'm there and I'm literally not doing anything, and a can gets thrown at me and it hits me, I'm I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm I'm gonna whip it back. Yeah, like it's just a reactive moment, and it shouldn't be done. No, but I don't condone any violence. But you gotta understand the heat of moment shit happens. Yeah. Like even though they're not in the wrong, the supporters group is not in the wrong at all. They really should not be. Uh, what's it called? Trying to fight. No, get in trouble for today. Like oh, yeah, yeah. the fire didn't even do anything about the Houston game. Where literally like a hundred people. 
threw their bottles and cans at the field. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple hundred people that probably threw cans and stuff at the field. They let uh, off a, they let off a flare in the supporter section, which isn't allowed because apparently Bridgeview is like. I don't even know why it's not allowed, but it's not allowed. Someone from the fire brought a a fire extinguisher. Put that mug out. Oh, dude. Chaos in the support section this week. I'm I'm just praying nothing happens. I mean, realistically, the fire can't afford for them. Like, you can't ban them because then half your stadium is empty. Yeah. Well, half your stadium is already empty. So then another quarter of your stadium is empty. That's on this fire's fault, man. I'm at the point where Man Suedo should be doing something where you. Get, get heads out. Get them in out. Get them in out. Get someone that can actually bring in players. Season's already done. We're in June. The season's done. Mm-hmm. Again. We're out of the U.S. Open Cup again. Let's be honest. The League Cup, we don't have a chance. It's just what? The last decade, our season's ended before summer starts. Ridiculous. Fucking done. We should have had a, a DP9 before the end of the fucking winter window. I had a whole script. I was going to start yelling. I'm just podcast about it. I'm I'm over it. I'm just like, what am I gonna say? If I start yelling, I'm gonna just look like another AFTV fucking person. It still doesn't make sense to me on Tuesday. Like, there are these players that Klopas and Ezra were bringing in every fucking game. They play every single game, and they didn't play on Tuesday. Casper, Herbers, like they play every freaking game. Yeah. Except for the most important game of our season. Because realistically, that's all we had left. The league was not going to... We weren't going to do any more playoffs. Really? No. It wasn't going to happen. We're literally second to last in the whole of MLS. And Miami just signed Messi. So we're going to be last by next month. We're going to be we're gonna be bottom by the time he shows up, probably. Or within the first month of him playing. This is why you never hear people in Chicago want pro-rel. We'd be fucking... No, I still want it. And the Premier, like the 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 Midwest Premier League, we deserve it. We deserve it. The club deserves it, bro. The fans don't, but the the fucking club deserves it. These rich motherfuckers, these greedy bastards. I want them drained for all their money. And it just fucking sucks, man. So much pain. I'm boycotting. I will not be attending another game as a fan until Messi comes. I'm boycotting. I'm never gonna go to work again. <laughs> That being said, catch me in the Merc truck every game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Catch me in the Merc truck every game for the rest of the season. Do you actually have to? If I want to. Okay. I would just tell them whenever I don't want to work. I can't. Fair. But I probably will, because like I said, I'm not I'm not going as a fan anymore. Not until Messi's here. Shut the fuck up, man. I swear down. You say that shit all the time. What, what, what's the point, bro? Passion. To see us lose? I'm going to be there anyways. I'm gonna you, get paid. You've watched Newcastle for like the last ten years. Yeah, but at least there was hope. We had players that inspired us, like St. Maximin. Yeah, but at the end of the day, your ownership. Who the fuck does the fire have? Bro? Who do you look at in the fire team and think, "Damn, you're gonna be Guterres. You're, you're gonna save our club." Hell no, that man ain't gonna uh, save. Oh, well, hold up! You you said save our club. I wasn't gonna go that far. Exactly. Nobody's gonna do that. Well, St. Maximin was gonna save your club. He did, bro. How? Kept us up. You were relegated. Oh, was he there at that time? No, no right? No. But still. He was the only shining light. We had fucking players like fucking Jack Colback and shit. Bro. <laughs> they 
That man just got released by Forrest, bro. He's I remember, yeah, I remember those days, yeah. Lee Hart got released by Forrest, too. You think he's going to come MLS? No, I, he better fucking not. <laughs> he better fucking not. As long as it's not the fire. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I don't care. Speaking of other signings in MLS, fucking Christian Arajo or Arejo or however you pronounce it, Colombian striker, left LAFC from Mexico six months ago. Just got signed by fucking Salt Lake for six million. Oh, that was it? How the fuck is Salt Lake buying a player that, and not the fire? That's MLS proven to score goals in the one position we need the most. Who the fuck cares about Utah? Who wants to live in Utah? Or Chicago? Utah. It doesn't even sound right. And then Utah. Utah. Cincinnati are about to sell Utah. their best player. To the, to the the Serie A. And Bremer, he's gone, mm-hmm. the Brazilian striker. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they buy a fucking, they spend $7 million to buy a new striker, 26 years old, he plays in Saudi. 13 goals and 6 assists in 20 appearances this year. Damn. He's 26 years old. He's, um, fuck, what nationality is he? Isn't he African? Gambian. Gambian? I think he's Gambian. I don't know. I saw the news, but I, I didn't care enough because it sure wasn't the fire. Like, bro, how are they? Who the fuck wants to live in Cincinnati? And fucking Utah, bro. Utah? Miami, fine. I understand. It's Miami, bro. Maybe LA and New York, but... LA and New York, it makes sense. They can at least compete with Chicago. But like, bro, Cincinnati, Columbus, Utah. Like, bro, be real with yourself. Be fucking real with yourself. Kansas City. Why the fuck are you going to Kansas City, bro? <laughs> Abysmal. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm Ooh. a lot of everything. It really just pisses me off. It's very stupid. The fire have sucked for half of our lifetime. Most, actually. And at this point. It was the part where we were too young to fucking know what was happening. When it was that good. they were good. You had your Cotemo Blanco. Mike McGee, Cotemo Blanco. We had we have one season of shimmering light. And that's honestly what Tuesday reminded me of. All I could think about was that playoff game where we went cold ass Wednesday night in Bridgeview. I dropped the college course to get to get there. Dicked down by the Red Bulls. Four one as well? Uh, yeah, we lost four one. Who was our coach at the time? Was it Pauno? It was, was and he was there on Tuesday, and I met him, and I took a picture with him. It was fantastic. Gaga was at lovely the game. Lovely man. Jordan was, was at man. the game. The, word, the best part, too, it was it's not like he had a stand or a table where he was, like, doing a meet and greet. Just, I just saw that motherfucker in the parking lot. Yeah, he was. He had, they had, like, a suite for the, the, the alumni. Mm. Yeah, so I just saw him in the parking lot, and I'm just like, hey. I wonder if he still lives in April. Probably. Maybe. Well, maybe not, because he did, he did go to fucking England and then Mexico. I heard he was still had that place, though, when he was at Reading. Yeah, he probably, probably. So I don't know since he's gone to Mexico. I mean, everybody was talking to him in Spanish, so I just talked to him in Spanish, too. But I'm like, do I speak to him in English or, like, Spanish now? But I'm like, he probably understands English better. But, like, his Spanish was obviously very broken. But uh-huh. it's, only, it's only been, like, a year. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we talked about this, but he also bought all the league. Oh. In Mexico. Yeah. Bottled it. Was up 2-0 in the final and they lost 3-2. Yeah. 
against Tigres. It's fucking crazy. He's got that mighty Tigres. He's got that Chicago Fire blood truly in him. I think we did talk about that, actually. I think so. But I feel like I should reiterate it since we're talking about him. Yeah. And that how you became a Tigres fan the day they won the final. Yeah. It's fucking disgraceful. I'm just saying, we have a head coach opportunity. Pauno. I'll take him. He's here. He's in Chicago. He loves it. Fuck it, bro. Might as well. My Serbian goat. He he's he was literally the only the only light at the end of the tunnel we've ever had. The Since last we decade? became fans, became yeah. Oh, so we started going to games in what 2015-16? Yeah. And I had been to a couple prior, but it was just my dad. Whenever. We probably went to like one or two games max around that time. It wasn't until like twenty eighteen or nineteen we started going to like at least regularly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because we were only fucking, like, 16 back in 2016. That's so. very true. <laughs> very, very true. It was once we turned 18 and, like, had time and jobs and money and yeah. freedom. And we were like, yeah, we'll go. And, yeah. Life is tough as a Chicago Fire fan. I think that dog barking was telling us time's up. As it has been for years. And at this point, it's not looking like it's going to be better anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I secured tickets to go and see Messi. So if you're going, see you there. Anything else? No. I'm so Actually, tired. Actually, you know what? This is what we're going to do. If you're listening to the podcast right now and you want to go see Messi, reach out to us on Twitter. Oh, shit. Maybe maybe that'll put you over the over the hump, oh, over some of these other people that keep asking me for tickets. And they've never been to a fire game. They've never been to a fire game. Oh, Messi's coming! All right, you can pay to see Messi. If you're listening right now, and you've been listening to the podcast, and you go to a fire game somewhat regularly, it doesn't even have to be that regularly. As long as you're a supporter of the pod, yeah, fair. I'm gonna give you an upper hand over all these other little bastards that have never listened, never supported your boy, and have never supported our team. So until then, we'll talk to you again soon. Might be next week, might be the week after. This time we'll let you know I forgot to put out a tweet last week. My apologies. But we'll see you then. Bye. Peace.